0: is Lorena Junco-Margain, and I'm so excited for this journey. We decided to launch this podcast to share my story with the hope that you could connect the dots of your life and truly be on your way.
1: Today on On My Way, Lorena talks to longtime friend Elizabeth Elias. You may have heard Elizabeth on past episodes, but today we are doing the deep dive with her about how fashion is deeper than what you wear. Elizabeth runs Elizabeth Elias Consulting. After working for over a decade in event planning in Austin, Texas, she began to understand the power of being artfully dressed. Elizabeth's Consulting focuses on helping you find confidence and power in your body. You can find out more about Elizabeth at www.elizabetheliasconsulting.com. This is part two of a fantastic discussion. If you haven't listened to part one, we encourage you to do that right now. Now to today's episode with Elizabeth.
0: Hello, my friends. Hola, mis amigos. I'm so happy to be back with you. Thank you for listening. Today, we're going to continue with Elizabeth, but I'm going to give you another side of Elizabeth and how she also plays a vital role in my life. So for those of you that don't know, I had a medical malpractice and... Uh, several surgeries after that to correct it so my abdomen specifically my right abdomen doesn't have the function it should do so I am very protective about anything that squishes pokes touches even hugs I brace myself and put one arm to protect my abdomen so Now that I told you my secret, you're going to start noticing it. But anyway, it's part about being vulnerable together. So when Elizabeth started being a fashion consultant, I'm like, Oh, that's Lorena in the past, because right now I used to be super into fashion, very creative, very expressive and out of the box thinker. But the new Lorena, the wounded one, the vulnerable one, the scared one, and the one that lost faith in the goodness of people, I was like, no, I'll just go and buy my fat lady clothes because I need them to be baggy and that's the only way to go. So when I told Elizabeth, come over to my house and help me clean the closet, I was gonna, not gonna tell her my secrets. Just, I just wanted order, visual order, because I tend to be very visual. But then in her presence, I feel what I forget. I feel loved and she sees me for who I am, not h- how I look. So slowly we started the cleaning process and I started opening up and I told her, you know, I have a condition and I'm shy of my abdomen and I cannot wear jeans because they just tear my muscles. I mean, it's so painful and I only can tolerate certain fabrics. And and basically then I just open up, like I told her, open every cabinet drawer, whatever and help me out because i look miserable and i feel miserable so i want to share with you how my process went with her because if you follow her instagram and all her social media, you will see a beautiful, glowing, top model Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. But I just want you to know that the beauty she has outside is also within, and being vulnerable with her is the best gift I've ever received, because I was willing to open my heart, share my secrets, and she held my hand, and we found amazing clothes, amazing, brands and she was very tolerant because I was full of no's instead of yeses and even for that I felt guilty. I'm like I need to please her. I even wanted to please the person I was paying for. Imagine. So I'm like Lorena you're just fooling yourself. If you're asking for help you need to learn how to receive it. So she also was a very important exercise in my healing to know that You cannot do it all on your own and you need help and things that you hate doing, someone loves doing. She thrives on organizing. I'm like, see you later. And so, Elizabeth, that's a brief introduction. And I wanted to tell my friends the tone of how I came to you not to become a cool person. I came to you out of vulnerability and guilt and I was broken And I think you held my hand and now I feel so well equipped with the layers I put on myself. And not only do they look pretty, but it feels like I am nurturing myself. So first of all, why don't you talk a little bit of why
2: do you do it and how is it that the process looks like? Honestly, I'm I'm in awe hearing you talk about this because I know you so well. I've known you for so long and I obviously have been with you over the last few months in this process and working in your closet, but it's fascinating to me how something like clothes, the effect that it can have on people and really you started with let's clean out my closets. And like many things with you. It starts with one thing and then we go down this transformation um, that, you know, we started with just a closet and then a transformation with the clothes that you're putting on your body, but the transformation from the inside out. And so this is a great segue and really... It truly boosted my self-esteem. So that's where... So my why and why I, you know, why I'm in this field... Of fashion that can be a very shallow industry. You know, there's a lot of negative things that come with it, but really for me, it is about helping people feel confident about themselves. And um, there's there's so many different methods to that madness. But, you know, it I personally feel that clothes are like an armor. So when you are leaving your house you have your shields on and you are ready to conquer the day and you have put your best foot forward and the best version of yourself. Now- yes,
0: you know, me being
2: overweight
0: was like one of my biggest fears. Like, I I will need to tell her my size. Like, what the hell? I will never do that, you know? Like, And then I bought underwear at Target. Like, there's no way <laughs> I'm going to tell her that. <laughs> like, I need to... I shot the Target, too. What well, are you talking about? But in my mind, the Lorena that <laughs> used to be there would never do that. I mean, now I'm a Croc collector. I, I would always say, like, who the hell wears Crocs?" Now I collect them. Yes, you uh, do. I do. But, uh, <laughs> but part of it is admitting as a client that you need help. And that is very hard to say, OK, I need help. And that is like a the first step a courageous step Mm -hmm. and and then you need the receiver which is you Uh to have to be attuned that it's not only about the looks but that this person is being vulnerable and open Mm -hmm. to their size or their fear of I don't know when they were little they told them don't wear yellow because it looks like your skin tone looks this way or this color doesn't suit you. So I I guess you also need to deal with those type of situations.
2: Yes, there's so many common misconceptions about working with a wardrobe consultant. So like you started by saying, well, I didn't want to tell her my size or I was wearing, you know, big clothes or whatever. But people are, you know, you are you're hiding because you had so many surgeries and I think a lot of times I work with a lot of women that have just stopped having babies and they're so used to camouflaging their stomach but I'm like, just let me help you just a little bit. I, You're trying to look, you know, have something that looks flattering, but you're wearing clothes way too big. But people don't know. Their brains aren't wired that way. And there's one little thing I can just tell you, and it can make a huge difference. But I think we get in our way. We're too prideful or whatever it might be. Um, but I think
0: it's—you it's, don't want to be judged. Sure. I think that's, yeah. that's how— At least I felt like, oh, they're going to know I'm vulnerable in this area versus who cares?
2: I know. You're going to look better. Yeah. And I, yeah, we get in our heads too much about these things. So I think it's. um... But it it lingers since a closet. Your guests don't see it.
0: It's very crazy. You know, I have everything was beautiful Uh and I was not proud of my closet. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. We need to work from the inside out.
2: Share with us sure. the process of where do you start? Absolutely. That's hard. So I I love to share with people that I am a wardrobe consultant. So a lot of people in my field are stylists, they're personal shoppers, they're organizers. I happen to do all of that because I think it's they all go together. They're all pieces of the puzzle. So, you know, people usually come to me because they want to look stylish. Everyone has a little bit of a different reason why they want to work with me, but there's there's methods to my madness, and so basically I... I always start before I even work in someone's closets I really want to get to know them as a person what are their goals what is important to them tell me about your body what are major surgeries you've had are you fluctuate with your weight there's so much to that you can't just go shop for someone unless you know all these things so I really
0: lifestyle
2: your lifestyle do you host or do you like to stay at home Do do you need things to be super soft on your skin there's there's a million things so I start with that and then When I work in a person's closet, I start with cleaning out the closet. So a lot of times people want to start with shopping, but if you are not cleaning out all your baggage, you're just putting stuff on top of a very full trash can, if you will. So I start by cleaning out a closet because we want to have a good foundation. And that is your foundation, your closet.
0: And even letting go of certain pieces is liberating. You know, I on the book I just launched on the way to Casa Lotus, I talk about how I had to touch the shirt and say, is this bringing me joy based on the Marie Kondo method? Yes. And it is so liberating because. They had its function, but then you don't realize you don't need it anymore. It served its purpose and mm-hmm. maybe someone else can benefit from it. Sure. So I think that I was very good at letting go of strollers, car seats, you know, but clothes are just piled up. You don't even remember you have them. And I think you were very good at making that process easier on the way you stack things.
2: Yeah, so what I do is I go through everything in the closet, clothes, shoes, accessories, you name it, but I go through it without my client. So I can go through things so much quicker. And so then I basically pull everything out, put them in stacks on the my client's bed. And these are the items that I recommend that you either donate, consigned, mend or dry clean. And this just makes it so much quicker because then they can go through and yes, yes, yes. No, I need to keep this because it's my grandmother's shirt or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And then you can put it back into the closet. So so I do the closet clean out. Then the second process is organizing. So... You can, you know, if you do not have a clean, orderly closet, you can't find your pieces. You can have some fantastic pieces, but if they're not in order, and and even you, you had a very clean and orderly closet, but I just refined that process a little bit more. There was just a few things.
0: In my situation, I think you reminded me that Lorena, the artistic Lorena is still there. I kind of fell into this uniform mode, like loose t shirts and, and you're like, no, but you can
2: you just reminded
0: me. You're and that's so right. Yes.
2: We brought we we pulled out together your new individual style. So as yes. you were describing, you used to be out of the box when you were younger, and then you fell into your right, this uniform. And I remember thinking, you're so much cooler than the clothes that you have in your closet. And I know why you have them in your closet. So we just really started working on pulling out some really creative pieces. And you had those pieces in your closet, too, but really focusing on bringing more of that to life. And it's just really fun to watch you come into your new personal style. And
0: specifically, I had so many high heel shoes that I will never, ever wear again because of my condition. And it was also an emotional detachment like, hey, Lorena, it's OK, but let go. And you know what did the trick for me? I had never sold my stuff. So oh, I was cause... always giving away, giving away, and I felt non-appreciated. And w- and when you told me, you know, you can actually, you know, get some money, and I'm like, what? So tell me a little bit of that, because I don't think many people know that You're it's so not right. only about giving
2: away, giving away, but also giving and receiving, and that feels good. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so many emotions with cleaning out your closet. People feel guilty so often that they've spent all this money, and they'll They'll hold on to things. And so there is a thriving business of resale. There's so many different businesses out there that you can resell your clothes. And so there's different options. And so what I basically do is when I've pulled out clothes and I think that they are in good condition to consign, then I just basically recommend what option would be right for that client. So you know, there's a lot that are online. There's the Real Real. There is Poshmark. There's just Thread Up. There's there's so many. And do they go to you, or you go to them? How does that process? No, look like? I no. So with the Real Real, we now have a storefront here in Austin. But most of them, you know, you would have to mail in your clothes, and then they approve it. And that's but how you take care of that. So I take care of that, and I think that is appealing for a lot of people because oh, that's yes. just another thing I have to do. And let's be realistic, people are just doing good to get their closet cleaned out. I mean,
0: sometimes I order stuff. Oh, they didn't fit me,
2: and just thinking about going returning, to the, yeah, I'm yeah, like, it's a hassle. Uh- I'll give them away. And that is a common thing. And and it becomes this cycle where there's waste that we have and there's guilt and, and there's all of that. So basically, when I'm working with a client, I just try to assess what is going to be the best option for them, where are they going to make have the most success in selling their clothes. So we did that with your clothes and you had great success with that. And hopefully that's something that can give you that power that you don't have to hold on to these things and let's move it out and let's only have the things that really work for you. Which is wonderful.
0: My friends, listening out there, letting go actually gives you a sense of control that you control that process. You're not the victim of anything. You decide when you're ready to let go and there's a moment you need to be gentle with yourself and whatever process you're going through. But I do think that starting in the closet and the kitchen, it's like the vital elements in where we spend a lot of time.
2: It's therapeutic and it's addicting. I notice that happens. We start in the closet, then all of a sudden, my clients are wanting to do their entire house.
1: Lorena Junco-Margain, passionate art collector, devoted wife and mother, is already shaken after fleeing Mexico with her family while pregnant due to concerns for their safety. After arriving in her new home in Austin, Texas, she learns she has a tumor on her adrenal gland. Although not life-threatening, the condition is serious and requires surgery right away. Having long experienced unexplained symptoms of dizziness and lethargy that neither medications nor holistic or Ayurvedic treatments have helped, she embraces the news with tears of relief. With a simple surgery, she can regain her strength and joyful spirit. But fate can be mischievous, and to err is human, even for surgeons. Rather than improve after surgery, her condition worsens. On the Way to Casa Lotus is the gripping true story of Junca Margain's journey coming to terms with the permanent consequences of a surgeon's devastating mistake. Mindful that even good people make errors and that vengeance such as legal action would not mend her broken body or soul, she chooses instead to embark on a quest for peace and healing, beginning by seeking space in her heart to forgive. You can get your copy of On the Way to Casa Lotus on Amazon or at LorenaJuncaMargaine.com.
2: I'm going to just chime in on the next steps really quick and we can move on to the others. But after we've we've cleaned out that we organize your closet and I have a basic formula that I use for every closet and then I always adjust based on the size. There is this misconception that you have to have a super large closet to work with me and that's just simply not true. Everyone has all different sizes, but there are these same basic formulas that you can do, which is matching hangers, color coordinating, having your clothes all face the same way. And then there's certain things like we did with your closet that would only work in your closet, which is labeling certain things and certain containers. There's a wide range of options that are available right now. And my
0: friends, my listeners do know that this applies to any range of budget you have. It's about order. It's about letting go. It's about having your home being your sanctuary mm. versus being a place of chaos. So I invite you to consider applying these practices. Elizabeth is not only a wardrobe consultant, but one of my dearest best friends, and she's being very generous in sharing her inner process of what she does as a consultant. So please take this as a gift. Listen, because what she's doing Please feel empowered, you can do it. You don't need a specialist. Elizabeth does this and she's amazing, ElizabethElias.com. To everybody out there who needs her, I highly recommend her services. But the beauty about Elizabeth is as we speak, she's sharing the process of what she does and how you can be empowered by making your place a better one.
2: I'm glad you said that because I actually was going to chime in. You don't have to hire me. I have so many blogs and I post on this with my Instagram. My Instagram is at Elizabeth Elias Consulting. And actually my website is Elizabeth Elias Consulting and that's E-L-I-A-S is how you spell Elias. So I have so many resources there and that you can do it yourself. And I have a YouTube channel. It's Elizabeth Elias Consulting. But the, the thing is, is what I have found is people wanna do this and they will consume all of this content. But I'll give you a little tip. The best way to make this happen because a lot of people don't love doing this, but there are people that do. I would recommend if you're someone that doesn't love doing this, book an appointment with yourself. That puts you on (laughs) the hook for it. And that is, okay, I have done my research. I know that Elizabeth recommends that you do this, 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 and this, and I'm gonna get in the right mindset and I'm gonna knock it out and you can do this. And I have lots of tools that I recommend too for the organizing, and you can find all of that on my website. So I'm glad you said that. Yes,
0: thank you. I had this misconception of fashion consultants are for
2: celebrities. That is that is actually a lot of people think that. And they think that you have to be shopping all designer brands to work with me or to apply the steps that I do. And that's simply not true. I work with people that shop, I shop at Target for some clients. So you were talking about your underwear from Target. They, they are. You know, <laughs> you, it doesn't matter. So I think it's just a common misconception.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And I also wanted to ask you, you mentioned a lot while we work being
2: proactive versus reactive. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. I love to talk about this. So, so often people will call me and say, I want to be super stylish. I have my brother's wedding and it's next weekend and i'm thinking oh my goodness or i just got invited to this huge event and i've got to have this dress so i think that with anything it takes work and this is something that it is it is not a sprint it is a marathon so you know the work that i do i'm really trying to coach people and that you do a little bit here and there and you constantly work on it Most people don't have the budget to go buy a whole entire new wardrobe. We buy for each season. We buy a little bit. We're being strategic and you're shopping smart. It's not that I'm, you know, a lot of people, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to go buy this and they wear it one time and they've wasted all that money. So I really work with my clients on being smart about the things that you buy, is it does it fit all of the things? And do we really love it? If it's not a yes from the beginning, it is a no. And I tell people that all the time. I'm sure salespeople at stores don't like me for that reason. And I, I do agree. It's hard to say no. And it's
0: important to learn that saying no has... The same value as saying yes, like we've learned that, oh, they're going to take it personal. Oh, nothing's personal. This is about something that you're going to wear and it needs to represent you. But a good thing that you taught me is the wardrobe essentials. Like Mm -hmm. I would just be here and there mismatching and, and you have like this very consistent block of yes of essentials could you share with yes us?
2: absolutely so basically i've created this list i call them my wardrobe essentials and they are all of your foundational pieces so it is a you know i'll give you an example it is a crisp white button-up shirt a good pair of black pants your pumps um it goes all the way down to your accessories to your undergarments to your robe what I do is I go through my clients' closets. I check off if they own all of these pieces And then if they need it, some people own it, but then they also need it. They need to replace sweaters are a perfect example. They start looking really drab, you know, so you have it, but we need to replace it for next season. And so the idea is that everything that you that's in the need column, then I have my clients prioritize that. And so for this season, we're going to shop for these items and next season. And that's what I was talking about being strategic and smart when you shop. You know, so often I look at people's closets and they have... Have all the trendy pieces, but they don't have a good basic pair of jeans or whatever it might be. So they clearly have holes in their closet. And so, and talking about being proactive and not reactive, there's some things on there like a cocktail dress or a formal dress. Those are pieces that you want to fit just right. And so when you do get invited to that event last minute, someone invites you to sit at their table at a gala. You're well-equipped. You have something that fits you just right. You have the shoes. You have the accessories. And you can go feeling confident and not feeling, you know, just uh, feeling insecure. I don't look like my best version of myself. But we've become this society that is shops online, shops from Instagram, is super— Trendy. Everything is about the trends, which makes me crazy. Everything is just so reactive and that we are an instant society that we've got to have it now versus taking the time, doing it right, and having a well-rounded, versatile wardrobe. Do Do I sound like I'm on a soapbox?
0: No, no, no. (laughs) I I want to ask you, actually, since my creative side is pretty well-evolved, how do you deal with clients that, for example, I have a friend that hates shopping Mm -hmm. and she could only I mean she's fine wearing jeans and a white t-shirt forever and ever sure do you help her find a sense of style or do you or do you enforce that's your style and you're gonna stay
2: like sure so I think it's it's very popular with a lot of people in our stage of life which is busy working moms managing a household and kids and it's you know our capacity to create a look every day um, compared to where I was in my 20s when I didn't have all these responsibilities to where maybe someone in their 60s or 70s who has more time to—so it's it's very popular now, this capsule wardrobe. People want a uniform because they want to not think about it. Yes. And I understand that they also might not be a creative person, and they don't want to put the energy into that. So I I think you we can create that, but— um, I do like to dive in because you are a creative person. So your, like, uh, your own individual personal style is going to be very different than, say, a friend that loves a very streamlined, clean, black, white, and neutral tones. And there's very much people that are like that. So it's about finding that, you know, helping that person figure out what that is. But then also my job is to help them get a little bit outside of their box To just refine and enhance who they are and help them figure out, you know, what their own individual style is.
0: Yes. And I also think I love your concept of style versus fashion Mm -hmm. because it even makes sense. It is eco-friendly, you know, just to buy your good pieces versus the fast brands. Yes. and it, I mean they have a, a big impact in our
2: system, ecosystem. So that's that's so true, and I and I love buying vintage for that reason too. Not to mention that it's very interesting and has a, a, there's so many cool elements to that. So again, kind of going back to how it is trendy, to fast fashion, and to buy a lot of clothes, low quality, mass produce, horrible conditions is just, what are the trends are always the most popular topic when I'm giving any type of presentation. People want to talk about that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't know the trends are. I have to know the trends for my work, but I think for me, my foundation is those classic Wardrobe staples, and then I will infuse some of those trendy things. But some people could care less about the trends, and they have a hundred percent classic wardrobe that stands the test of time yes. that they could buy those vintage pieces that still work. So I think that that works, that goes back to knowing what your own individual style is, and maybe someone does want to be just all trendy and you respect that and i respect that and maybe that educate them a little bit in the process right yes and i think that's important because i think a lot of people wear all the trends and that they think that they're being stylish and that they ha- that they're very fashionable and to me if i so- see someone that all they do is wear the trends that's a red flag to me that they don't they don't have any style and they don't they're just they're trying to look stylish but they really have not figured it out. Where
0: self-esteem comes back into the to the formula, right? Maybe they had a traumatic something, then they're just, just tell me what to do and I'll do it versus taking ownership. And the reason my friends listening out there, the reason we're talking about fashion, it it, it goes deeper than what you wear. This is about healing. I went through a process where they i had a medical malpractice and due to that i've had multiple surgeries in my abdomen and elizabeth was key ingredient after some years of hiding in very baggy clothes she helped me rebuild my self esteem my confidence in wearing new brands because sometimes you just need to readapt to your new realities but with pride and being happy and feeling good at it. So the reason we're putting emphasis on this is because we all are on our way of being a better person, a more attuned human being, and taking care of your body includes taking care of what you put on. So Elizabeth, thank you for sharing. I would like if you could share with us some quick tips on, for example, something I've learned is tailor like I would always be oh this doesn't fit in li-, and you're like no 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 you can tailor it here in the back and I'm like okay I had never put that in the formula and it's actually very liberating to know oh this doesn't flatter me but it has a potential to do so
2: yes so we can just do a little nip and tuck here yes. and then you can make it your own so versus buying more right like you
0: you don't have to buy more stuff you already have it you just You know, I lost weight. We just made it smaller because there are pieces
2: that I love. Everyone should find a tailor that is your best friend and that will help you. I tailor everything. Everything. Even my son's swim trunks. But I have this
0: connotation of tailoring is super expensive. Is that the case or...
2: No, I so it can be if you don't have the right tailor. So right. anybody that's listening if you need someone and you are in Austin, I have the best person. But I think you you know, it's like with anything like we talked about earlier, you have to you have to put a little work into it so finding that right person. So it makes a difference.
0: And also I used to see Anyone that had a consultant, thats I'm very opinionated, my friends, <laughs> I'm sorry, is either a brat or doesn't know what to do with extra money. But guess what? I'm not a brat. I actually Everything I sold, Elizabeth services were paid through that. And I also kept money. (laughs) So I'm like, this is a no brainer. You help people because I donated part of my things. Yes, I sold clothes. So I got some money that actually self-paid for Elizabeth services. And I bought some new clothes. (laughs) It's a win-win. It's such a well-rounded method. So I congratulate you for that because it is a well performed cycle and not everybody has seen the benefit of this so I encourage you my friends to if you can go to Elizabeth Elias Consulting.com and listen to her tips on wardrobe the videos she's just an amazing resource to have here in Austin Texas and she can also thanks to COVID do know that wherever you are in the world you can have her behind you and helping you out thank you Elizabeth for All your amazing tips. Is there anything else you would like to share to close this episode with a a great high?
2: I would just say that I would encourage everyone that, you know, I I recommend that you you do the work on uh, your wardrobe, but... I always like to put as much energy towards my inner beauty as much as my outer beauty. And so these are just tools to help you feel great. And until you try it, you truly don't know how much it can change your life.
0: Yes. And I remind you, my friends, work is always included. There's no inner work that is for free and there's no beauty, exterior beauty, that is for free. There's effort, there's mindfulness, there's decision-making processes, but everything, all the time you put, all the work you put in your inner beauty and your outer beauty is 100% worth the time. Thank you, Elizabeth. And to all my listeners, I can't wait to have you the next one. We have fun surprises. And remember, we are all on our way to becoming better human beings. And hopefully, through my path, I will help you connect your dots.
1: Thanks for listening to On My Way with Lorena Hunko magain We'd like to invite you to send us your thoughts and any questions from this podcast by emailing Lorena at Lorenahuncomargain.com. You can also reach out to us directly through our website by clicking the link in the show description of this podcast. Special thanks to executive producer Casey Helmick, studio engineer Joseph Olguin, audio and video editor Scott Caro. This podcast is a production of Terra Firma and recorded from the historic Arlen Studios in Austin, Texas.